everybody. Uh, my name is Scott Ashton. I'm the CEO of the Oceanside Chamber of Commerce, and I'm glad to welcome you here to our Advancing Oceanside podcast. Our guest today is Peter Weiss. Um, Peter currently serves as the mayor of Oceanside, and he is running for the District 4 council seat in November. And uh, Peter recently received the endorsement of the Oceanside Chamber of Commerce, and uh, we're glad to have him here with us today. How are you, Peter? I'm doing well, Scott. Uh, thank you very much. Good. Well, thank, thanks for uh, making time on your schedule for us. Um, well, Peter, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. And first, Scott, I want to thank you and the Chamber for that endorsement. I think it means quite a bit to, to me personally uh, and hopefully to the community as well. Uh, but as you said, my name is Peter Weiss and I'm currently the mayor. Um, I'm a civil engineer by training and I have decades of experience as a leader in our city. Uh, I was the city engineer, I was the public works director, and I spent almost seven years as the city manager. So I think I'm uh, familiar and qualified with all aspects of city government. Um, my wife and I raised four kids who all attended El Camino High School. And over the years, I've been active in the Boy Scouts and in a variety of youth sports programs. In fact, I'm still active in the community and I coach inline hockey. If they were playing right now, I'd be out there with them, but uh, obviously they're not. But I also, um, do music. I play guitar and sing and uh, provide entertainment at various uh, events, venues throughout the community, which include a, a couple bars and then the Emerald Isle Golf um, Club and uh, Arrowwood. So um, people have seen me out there and hopefully I'll see them out there again soon. Great, great. Um, so yeah, I'm curious. In, in 2018, you were uh, appointed as mayor of Oceanside. So what, what's behind your decision to run for council rather than the mayoral seat? So as you mentioned, I was appointed and it was, uh, you know, part of it was because uh, former mayor Jim Wood had resigned due to health issues. And in fact, he recommended me for the position. So back at that time, the council had a choice to either appoint or call a special election. And I ended up getting that appointment. And whether I should or shouldn't have at that time, I committed to serving out for former mayor Wood's term. And I had stated that I would not run once I finished that term. And my intention was to not run for any, either of the offices. Um, so one, I didn't want to go back on my word, um, partly because there were a number of candidates who relied on that to then enter the mayor's race. Um, but I also, once I saw who had stated and expressed an interest in running for District 4, um, I had to make the decision. I got approached by several people in the community and community groups uh, to push me to run. Um, it, it was a concern I had, uh, particularly about Oceanside's future and recognizing the importance of maintaining a stable and positive council. And my concern was in looking at the comments that some of the uh, my opponents were making that that was at, at risk. Uh, so I want to make sure that the council continues the progress Oceanside has made in recent years. Uh, and I know that I have the skills, experience and uh, qualifications to do just that. Great, great. Well, you know, as you know, you have the chamber endorsement. Um, we want very much to see you elected. Um, but, you know, when, when you, let's say when you are elected, um, what do you hope to accomplish? So I've been, you know, as, as being part of the city for so long and dealing with what we're going through now, uh, I, th I think my priority is not in any rated order, but just overall, uh, we need to do something to address the ongoing homelessness issues. Uh, we, we need to start you know, putting, I know we're not going to solve it, but we need to start continuing to advance uh, and deal with homelessness issues. When, you know, I'm, my priority is going to include public safety and protecting our police services, um, code enforcement and blight elimination, improving our parks and youth recreation programs. And one of the big ones for our tourism industry is getting and keeping sand on our beaches. 
Um, I want to expand our focus on attracting and retaining businesses. And I also want to expand housing opportunities across all income levels, not necessarily just the low end, um, but we need to put a focus on uh, workforce and entry level housing uh, so we can keep people from having to commute from, you know, the Inland Empire to jobs that are here. Okay. So for the sake of our, our Oceanside business community and our, and our residents, um, why you and, and why now? Well, I, you know, I think we've been very successful in creating a great place to live. If, if, you, if you ignore the last few months with COVID, um, we've created a vibrant downtown with lots of fun things to do. And, you know, talent follows place and investment follows talent. So we've created something here uh, that I think is unique and, and we have to take advantage of that. Uh, we need that increased investment to attract and retain businesses and create good paying jobs so we can live and work in Oceanside instead of commuting. I mean, I bring a sensible and balanced approach to issues and understand that compromise is necessary to improve the quality of life for all. I mean, to me, the local level is no place for extreme positions either way. We need to be able to work together and develop a team atmosphere where we can collectively advance Oceanside. I mean, I'm committed to maintaining stability in the positive investment environment we've created so we can enhance the programs and services um, that we've provided to the community. Uh, I mean, but given all the recent COVID issues, we need to focus on keeping small businesses strong and making it easier for entrepreneurs to start up. To me, small business is the cornerstone of a healthy economy, and we have to do everything we can to protect, save, and enhance their ability to um, get back to work and make money. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so in, in, your, in your time as mayor, um, how would you say Oceanside has improved? Well, if, if you look at, um, we, we've expanded senior and youth programs at El Corazon. If you look at the fields, the, the aquatic center we're building, the, the new wing to the senior center, uh, within the next two years, I think there's going to be a significant improvement uh, to programming for, for all of our seniors and our youth programs. I mean, we've collectively, with the Chamber's support, approved a measure to add funding to improve streets, parks, and delivery of public services. I mean, we have expanded our homeless assistance efforts. Uh, we, are, we now have a sobering services that are it's in town. Uh, we've worked on a homeless hiring program and coordinating with the county. We now have some mental health services through a crisis stabilization unit, which we need to do more of. And, and these efforts can't be done alone. There's not one person that can do that. They need to take a willingness to work together. And I think that's key. We have to be able to work together and develop partnerships with public and private entities. Um, I've supported a, a developing a positive partnership with Miracosta College, uh, where they will target and implement uh, skills and jobs training for specific needs within our community. And not only does that keep local companies strong, it develops a talent base, making Oceanside a magnet for investors of all sizes. Um, you know, these last few months have been challenging for all of us, the city included. And you know, we're facing significant reductions in revenues that have the potential for impacting city services. I mean, we've adopted a balanced budget and my focus has been, and if, the, if elected, will continue to be maintaining fiscally sustainable policies that support our core services that we need to keep providing in an effort to get through all this. Thank you. Um, so, I mean, you, earlier you mentioned COVID. We, we all know the impacts that's had on, on our community, just the devastation. Um, how do you see Oceanside's future? Well, I, I think I see Oceanside's future as bright and, and, and I, I have to stay optimistic. Um, you know, is it possible to stay optimistic in dark times? I think the answer is yes. Optimism matters more now than it ever has because what we think and how we feel determine what we do. And what we do day after day creates our future. 
We need to get businesses back open. We need to support the local economy. Um, we need to find ways to, whether it's ourselves at the state level or federal level, to get businesses back open and support those that are struggling. And it's not just the small businesses. I mean, we, we're seeing you know, landlords, and I don't mean large real estate investment trusts or corporate apartments. We're seeing the small mom and pop landlords struggling because they're not getting income and yet they still have to make their bank payments. Uh, we need to find ways to help them. And to me, it's gonna rely on collaboration and cooperation, and that's desperately needed now. Whether it's business, government, civic organizations, uh, citizens, we are all going to need to work together to, to overcome some of these challenges. I think we can do it, and we just need to believe that. Uh, once we do believe, I think all the rest becomes possible. When you stay focused on what matters, you can make thoughtful decisions from a place of calmness. Good decisions have good outcomes, and good outcomes show the progress is possible even in hard times. So I, I've been um, I've been watching politics in Oceanside since I moved here from the East Coast in 1996, and uh, there is never a dull moment um, in regard to Oceanside's politics. Um, but it seems like the stakes increase uh, each time. So what do you believe is at stake um, with Oceanside's elections this year? Um, I, I think actually a lot. Looking at the candidates for District 4 and actually District 3 as well, I believe we are at a major crossroads for the city. Um, to me, it's a fundamental choice between continuing the economic prosperity we are experiencing or stagnating. If you look at just in District 4, the three key action words from one of my opponents, it's saved, stopped, opposed. If you look at mine, it's supported, encouraged, promoted. If your future for Oceanside is saved, stopped, and opposed, and I'm not the person for the job. But if you recognize the prosperity we've created, realize your increased property values, enjoy the new businesses we have, you know, and over the last few years, such as Bagby's, LTH, Privateer, these people have invested in, in Oceanside's future and have taken a chance. If you appreciate the new businesses and jobs we've created and want someone on the city council who will continue those efforts, then I'm your candidate. All right. Well, thank you. I, I appreciate um, your uh, sensitivity to um, the, the needs of our small businesses and uh, and that you realize, you know, the important role that they play in the quality of life here in our community. So that, that you know, that's a big part of why the chamber is proud to um, to endorse you. Um, but uh, there's just about 60 days left. Um, we'll be uh, walking right alongside you between now and the elections, and uh, and um, you know, working towards that victory. So thank you for uh, for taking time to be with us on our podcast today. And uh, for those of you watching, thanks for uh, participating in the Advanced Oceanside podcast. And we will look forward to seeing you next time.